A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and Pharisees have taken their seat on the chair of Moses. Therefore, do and observe all things whatsoever they tell you, but do not follow their example. For they preach, but they do not practice. They tie up heavy burdens hard to carry and lay them on people's shoulders, but they will not lift a finger to move them. All their works are performed to be seen. They widen their phylacteries and lengthen their tassels. They love places of honor at banquets, seats of honor in the synagogues, greetings in marketplaces, and the salutation rabbi. As for you, do not be called rabbi. You have but one teacher, and you are all brothers. Call no one on earth your father. You have but one father in heaven. Do not be called master. You have but one master, the Christ. The greatest among you must be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, but whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Today, reading this passage of the Gospel, I thought about the model of the Jesuits. St. Ignatius of Loyola came up with this model, um, Ad Maiorem Dei Gloriam, everything for the more the glory of God. What does it mean, everything for the glory of God? Here we have read that everything the scribes and Pharisees do, they do in order to be, uh, to be praised by, the, by men. They do, they perform everything to be applauded, to be recognized by people. But instead, St. Ignatius of Loyola said that we need to do everything for God's glory. But before him, St. Paul, he said in, the, in, more, in more than one letter, do everything for the glory of God. What does it mean to do everything for the glory of God? When we live for our glory, for our reputation, we become ridiculous. Why? Because even if we are meritorious of something, even if we do something good, uh, of course uh, it's fruit of our effort and of our commitment. But before that, it's also the fruit of a grace, of something gratuitous that before we have received. For example, if I am a good doctor or I am a good mathematician, for sure it's, it's due to my commitment, to my effort, to my, to my uh, to the work, uh, assiduous work. But before that, I received intelligence from above. I received the gift of knowing by God, by, by God, it's a gift, so it's useless that I boast about it, I'm proud about it, because I become ridiculous, because I need to recognize that this is a gift from God. So, to live according to God's glory means to live in the truth and not in the lie. When I boast about everything that I have received, I am in the lie. I, I don't live according to the truth 
and I become ridiculous. So let us ask ourselves, for, who, for whom do I live? Do I live for my glory or for God's glory? Do I, I give praise to the Lord for all the gifts that I have received? Do I recognize these gifts? Or do I think that everything is due to my, my merit and, uh, and I boast about everything that I should, uh, I should give grace instead? And let us resolve today to recognize the gifts from God and to say grace for that and to respond with more effort to put in practice, to develop all the gifts that God has gave us for the good not only of us, but also of the world and of the people to whom we are called to serve. And as a conclusion, I would like to share with you a saying of Saint Irenaeus. He said, the glory of God is the living man. Have a blessed day.